Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Bless these listeners. Bless us with wisdom and knowledge that we ask for that comes from you. Lead us and guide us and direct us in every decision we make. Help us to trust and lean on you more and more every day. Help us to glorify you, what we do and how we do it. And I give you praise and the glory for each and every one of the listeners that they may grow and be the best person, the best decisions, and just bless their lives. And ask in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you again, listeners, for tuning in. Hey, and I tell you what, uh, my uh, pay on uh, on my education to you, being a mentor to you, is, of course, give me a call anytime, 830 708 Four seven eight nine, but uh, tell twenty people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams Inc. Listen, learn, and subscribe. That's uh, that's my new saying. Listen, learn, and subscribe. Uh, we want you to be the best you can be, and I'm gonna tell you, it's a tough deal out there. I'm seeing so much. I'm talking to bankers. I'm talking to investment people. I mean, we're in shaky ground right now. People are signing up on six, seven, eight-year notes on cars, 30-year notes on houses. And we don't know what this government's going to do to us tomorrow or by the end of the year and definitely not next year. I mean, I don't know how we're going to stand this uh, George Soros as our president for the next four years. And if you don't believe that, just read his policies and read about him and read about the man. And you'll see that he controlled Obama. But I'm concerned about your well-being, your budget. What's best for you? I just talked to a man last night, banker. We enjoyed a conversation for uh, 15, 20 minutes. And we talked about the best kind of cars, a paid-for car, and it is. And especially one that's still in good shape and got a lot of life left to it. Talked to a listener today. Had a little, I mean, yesterday had a little bad luck. Uh, water in the oil needs an engine. Uh, told him that I could put him in something. He's going to sell his house. I've got the best real estate team around. Uh, I'm gonna, he's going to sell his house, and I'm going to hook him up with one of my gals, uh, the one that's the best click for him. And, uh, it, you know, there is a difference. There's a difference in salespeople. There's a difference in attitudes. There's a difference in uh, the way you work, how you handle yourself. And lots of times... A salesperson don't have your best interest. You know, it says in the Bible, I happen to run across again, I, I'm, you know, I'm digging in there all the time. Uh, Proverbs 7.17 says, A friend loves at all times. And we call a salesperson that profit is the number one thing in their life. Big money. A friend a friend loves it all the time. A friend takes care of you all the time. A friend is there for you all the time. When the friend knows that they're burying you, they don't bury you. When they know that you can't afford the payment. Yeah, I had a lady tell me, said she got herself in a real trap, a real trap at a dealership that I would not recommend. I, I told her, I said, that's the last place I'd buy that kind of unit, the very last place. She said, well, 
the salesman was so convincing, was so acting like he was really concerned about my well-being and taking care of me. And, and I said, yeah, but his actions don't line up with what he says. You know, he was so friendly, so convincing, so sweet. You know, and I just hated to say no to him. Excuse me, mama. Man, you can't say no to somebody. We definitely can't say no to ourselves when we're trying to buy something that's dynamite and gets our emotions up. Barry, I forgot to give a phone number. Call in. There's no dumb questions. 210-340-9585. It's 210-340-9585. Hey, and uh, I'm going to be at Easy's today. I leave at 1130. I had a couple of people going at Easy's after 1230 last week, but I'm I'm going to be in there at 1015. Be glad to talk to you. Easy opens at 11. I go in and make me order there. Bob Morrow, the manager, is a great guy. I used to work for me. I enjoy him and it in his company, and so he does. He runs a great, great restaurant, and so I'll be leaving at 11.30. So if you want to meet me, you want to sell me your car, you want to sell me your house, you want to talk to me, you want to hear about the options, you want to hear about anything, just come by Easy's today, 10.15 to 11.30, and like I said, I'll buy you a car, uh, whatever, you know, meet you, talk to you. Uh, I, the guy that came in, one of them at twelve thirty, just wanted to meet me, and that's fine. I talked to my listeners. I love talking to my listeners. I had a listener come by my car lot the other day, and we talked for about an hour in between my phone calls and everything I was doing. The guy, you know, and we enjoyed ourselves, and that's what I want. I want to know what you need. I think I know, but sometimes there's some stuff I miss. Just like this lady was so convinced. But she had a friend so convinced that he knew her budget, knew what she could afford, knew what she could handle, you know. And and now she's in a bind. She's two months into this car and already short on money at the end of the month. I said, don't go ask that salesperson for any help when she convinced her that she could afford it, convinced her that it was all right for her budget, convinced her it was wonderful. And then... She, you know, he's not going to be around to help make that payment. You know, expert. She said, I thought he was an expert on me and my budget. Yeah, he is. About skinning you alive. I mean, th- that's what the car business has got. We used to shear sheep, and you could sh- keep shearing them all the time. But now we want to skin them, and they won't come back. So he was an expert, and he was an expert. He laid her away. She didn't even know what she paid for the car, didn't know what she got trade in. All she knows is her payments are 690 a month. She didn't know how long. She didn't know what the interest rate was. This poor woman went in blind and came out just in debtor's prison, slammed, owing about 25 too much. I imagine they jumped over her trade. You need to know what your vehicle's worth. You're, it's hard-earned money that you bought this vehicle with. So give me a call. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Just bought some skid steers, uh, buy, bought a 18-wheeler, sold an 18-wheeler. And I tell you what, if you're driving an old 05 or older 18-wheeler, be sure and give me a call because there's some unbelievable government assistance that will help you get a – we just sold a man a 2018 Peterbilt. Yeah, we did. 
2018 Peterbilt, and he couldn't believe the price because of government assistance. So if you've been working a truck that's an 05 or older, I've got a gentleman with a 2000 International that he's been working for about six, seven years. We're going to see about getting him a 2018 or 19 with good miles at an unbelievable price because of government assistance. So keep that in mind if you know somebody driving an older truck, 05 or older. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. Just bought a 17 Ford King Ranch gas with a bad transmission. About to take it to transmission shop. Bought a 17 Ford with a bad diesel with a bad engine. Uh, so, I mean, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. You, your vehicle's worth something. Don't give it away. You know, I mean, sales in the in the reports of the car dealers, new car dealers, they're all reporting unbelievable profits on trade-ins of the used cars. Why? Because it's just like in Proverbs it says, no good, no good, what you got's no good. Nobody wants it, it's no good. Well, that's in Proverbs. But that same person telling you that takes it to the auction, and they're averaging about 3,000 profit. There's a, I was talking to a dealer, new car dealer, that takes his vehicles to the auction, don't represent them, turns them loose, and not worried about Why? Because they're bringing so much money. He told me, he said, they're bringing three, 4000 more than what we're putting in them. I don't have to worry about it. I'm not worried about it. I take five of them up there. They'll all sell. If one of them breaks even, fine. The rest of them will make plenty. You've got to know what your trade's worth. You've got to call me or go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. If you don't want to talk to me, you can f- uh, fill out a form. I'll get back with you. Some- I've been so busy. Sometimes it takes me a day, maybe two, but I'll give you an offer on your vehicle, what I'll give for it. That way you know where you're at. I bought a Ford truck from a Ford dealer. And I sold it for more than what it so far knew. I know that sounds crazy, but he he was from Iowa and he didn't need to, you know. And it's there's a little bit of you know everybody knows everybody's business in small towns, and these new and some of these dealers don't want to send the sell the trade back in the same town. But they didn't want to keep the truck. It was 8,000 miles brand new in the box. It was a baby doll. If you washed it, you messed it up. Hey, the pickup call hit haul nothing but air. Nothing but air. And so I sold it for more money than the MSRP, the window sticker, at the auction. So you need to know what your trade's worth. Hey, don't let them say, oh, no, nobody wants it. It's no good. What you've got's no good. It's wore out. It's too many miles. Don't want it. Don't want it. I just offered for a 200,000-mile Dodge truck $16,000. Woo! And it was an 06 model. That's unbelievable. Sounds high, but I'm going to tell you, this market is crazy. It is crazy. Certain units, probably 70% of them, are bringing stupid money. We backed down a little bit this last week, but not much. And so you give me a call, 830-708-4789. Back to that lady, she said he was so friendly, so nice. I hate to sell, tell him no. And, and But that expert expertly put her away. She's, she found out what she's paying for that vehicle, 
and she's if she took it back, and I mean cars are short, if she took it back and put it back on the on the market, she's twenty twenty five thousand upside down. How'd you like to be underwater with a paid off car? She had a paid off car. I think they jumped it. I think they just swallowed it. They call it jumping. When you when they show you a trade, and it and they don't put it on there, and they swallow it and they take your title. It's all profit. She was. From what she described her car, she had a $7,000 car easily. And now she's got a car that shows 20000 too much on. Wasn't all that's, hey, a friend loves at all times. That's no friend. I got news for you. The car business has become profit kings. Oh, I'll make more money than anybody. I mean, hey, have you ever seen a car dealership go busted? The only way they do if they got a thief in there somehow some way i mean hey here here it is and here just happen to see that varoom you'll see them advertise hey the even the stock market they went public and the stock market jumped in on the deal you don't think they're not cash cows varoom raises 467 million in ipo when they open up on there it's on there it says cash cow. You can see it. And, hey, you don't think these dealerships are not cash cows? You don't think they're not fighting? Even the stock market knows that, even though the investors know it and they're trying to do it. You know, Wells Fargo stops lending through independent dealers. Well, they backed off. This market is so crazy. Nobody knows what's going on, you know. And so, but lots of, lots of what's going on is no respect. No respect for fellow man. Do you love your fellow man? Do you really? I mean, that's the key. Do you tell him the truth when you're you're taking advantage of him? Do you just keep pouring it on? When you know you got him right where you want him and you add a little bit more and you get a little bit more, you know? Like I've said many a time, I've been in the sales tire when they had 5,000 profit and send the, the salesperson out to get another 1,000. Never enough, never enough. When profit is your God, you never have enough. You know, and guess what? Hey, we're getting close to the end of the month. They're about to hit the profit level, and they're going to do their best to jump up for even more. It's never enough. They're going to stretch it out further and further every chance they get. So this is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Hey, I'm going to tell you, go to YouTube, tell 20 people, go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Listen, learn, and subscribe. I want to teach you the best. I'm about to put another 30 to 60 on. So if you've seen the 30 I've got on there, get ready for some new ones because I've been studying hard, trying to figure out what's the best way to present myself, present the problem, present the solution where you can learn and grow and understand Hey, this is the worst investment on earth is transportation. Hey, don't you know? I mean, it costs you money. It eats money, and it's never happy. You're never happy. Oh, man, do you hate your car? Hey, that car don't know you hate it. That car don't know what it's worth, and that car don't care. You know, I mean, but still, you're putting your hard-earned money in it. You need to know what it's worth. You need to know when it's time to fix it and not. You know, what is it going to be worth after you fix it? Had a lady bring me a van 
that belongs to her dad, and she's, they're wanting to sell it. She said, do I fix all the dents? No, don't fix the dents. You know, car dealers, we've got ways of getting stuff fixed. I mean, I got three body shops I work. And, you know, the good ones go to the good guy. The average ones go to the average guy. And the bad ones go to the bad guys. That's all there is to it, you know. Hey, I'm needing a bed if you happen to have a bed laying around, a white Ford three-quarter ton long bed. Hello, Chris. Good morning. And I need a three-quarter ton older than 17 white Ford bed. If you got one laying around, call me. I need it for a truck I bought. Uh, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is living proof. I mean, this bed is... It's been hit more times than Joe Lewis, I'm telling you. And so if you've got a bed laying around, hey, you got something, sell whatever you don't need. Now, I've I've had a lot of customers come to me and say, I know this is a time to get rid of this vehicle. I said, yeah, but, you know, have you got another one? I mean, right now is not the time to buy. I got a friend of mine wanting to sell her vehicle. I said, what are you going to replace it with? You're going to pay more money right now than what you will in six months or a year from now. We know this thing is going to slow down when the chips show up. Well, we're going to hit a cliff, and it's going to have to stop. Bankers are not going to loan the money as high as it is, what the cars are bringing. I mean, are you going to be able to pay for them? Dealers can't stand the prices. The people that lend them the money can't stand the prices. So if you want to, if you can do without a vehicle, I bought a Suburban from a guy that they don't need it right now. They're not going to need it for a year. And it really their family is, everybody's going to co- off to college. The kids are grown. So they don't need this Suburban. They're going to downsize, and they've got means of transportation. So they sold the Suburban to me for a lot of money. I mean, the market, they understood the market was up 5000 on Suburbans, good-mile Suburbans, even the high-mileage ones. We bought one the other day, just to give you an example, Tahoe for $6,000 with 200,000 miles. You know, and a year ago, it would have been $3,000. It's double in price at the moment. But we don't know how long that's going to last, so you got to act pretty quick. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. Please, like I say, go to YouTube. We're on Facebook Live. Chris Wilson's on there right now, and Another 300 or so on there. But we want to teach you the good, the bad, and the ugly about what's going on in the car business. I know Chris is busy. We've seen a lot of hell-damaged cars floating through the market. I know he's got plenty of work to do. And, you know, do we have more hell storms than we used to have? I don't know, but it seems like it. Uh, And car dealers love hell storms. Let me tell you, they love hell storms. There was a Mitsubishi dealer in this town. They collected twelve to fifteen thousand three four years ago on hell on hell damage fixed none zero fixed none and knocked off four thousand for hell they picked up extra ten thousand eight to ten thousand on the hell damage they collected from the insurance they sold the cars told the people they were knocking off four thousand and they collected fifteen twelve and fifteen thousand. So be prepared if you decide to buy a hell damage car. Had a good friend of mine at Cornerstone Church, one of the leaders over there. He comes to see me at my door. You know, I'm always at the door from 7.15 to 11.15 on Sundays. That's the door on Stone Oak, north side door. Just ask anybody. They'll send you down to where I'm at. And so he said, Randy, I got hit on hell for the second time. 
Now, he's got an 06 uh, Avalon. Great car, super good shape, but it got hit several years ago, and they fixed it. Well, it got hit again. He said, Randy, what do I do? I gave him his options. I showed what needs to be done and what, what the best option for him would be. And so he's going he's gonna to keep the car, collect the money, and drive it with hell damage. I would. I drive hell damage cars. They're cheap as long as you buy them right, but don't let somebody take advantage of you. That's total, this one's going to be totaled out. It had a lot of damage. But still, it was drivable. Nothing was wrong with the drive or engine transmission. Just had, you know, if it had been white, we could have called it a golf ball, but it was silver, and it's not real noticeable. So, you know, get the options what you should do. Hey, and right now, I said, okay, you're going to collect, you know, somewhere around four grand. And so if you sell the car to them, they're going to give you 5900 What can you find as good a shape with enough confidence, knowing the car, knowing what you spent on it, now knowing how you drive it? How can you per- replace it for 6000 I said, I sold an 06 Toyota Camry with a, over, well over 100,000 miles at the auction the other day for 6400 and I had it on my lot for sixty nine ninety five. Everybody wanted to give four grand for it. Goes to the auction, and brings sixty four hundred. I have some offers lately. I just have to tell the people, I'm sorry, I'm taking it to the auction. You know, you don't want to give enough, and I understand it's your business, your money. I want you to be making the right decision. And say, good morning, Don Dumphy. And so, with the right decision, then you you go the direction you need to go. You know, there's so many people out there that get it taken advantage of. You know, they let somebody manipulate them, take advantage of them, and and they're out. They lose all the time. Do you feel like you've lost the last thirty years dealing with car dealers? Well, look at the action. Look at the results. What do you got to show for it? What do you got paid for? What what lasted a long time? My buddy at Cornerstone, he's drove this car a long time. It's it's been a good service to him, and that's what we want. We want something that we can depend on, something that's comfortable, something with a little protection, you know, and something that don't cost us an arm and a leg. It's the worst investment we can make on earth. It's the big secret. You know, we need a caution sign like they put on cigarettes, you know. Cigarettes may cause cancer, you know, not good for you and everything else. Maybe we need to put a caution sign on cars. This car's worth... 38,000 today and in 6 years from now it's going to be worth 3 or 4,000. Caution. You're going to lose a lot of money. Caution. You're going to hit and be attacked by the service department to trade it at 50,000 miles. Caution. You know, what are you going to do? Good morning, Dan. How you doing? And so what do you how do you spend your money? What do you do with your money? It's your money. It's your hard-earned money. Yeah, I explained it this way to a guy the other day. You work 40 hours a week to pay for your truck, and then you hand the money over to the bank or credit union, and those 40 hours are lost forever. Do you feel like you worked wise or what? I mean, you know, you're going to spend all this money, and the dealerships know that, and they're going to stretch you out. They're going to be experts. They're going to be convince you that they're experts. They know exactly what you can afford, what's going on in your life, what's going to happen the next two or three years. 
They don't know. Hey, I'm going to tell you, the manufacturers are the one that knew what was going on. And, and they're the ones that really dumped all. Hello, Nathan. How you doing? Good car man there. Uh, they really don't know what's going to happen with this government. They really don't know the direction we're going. They really don't know anything. But let me tell you, they cleaned out their inventory. Zero interest rate. Hey, that fired up a buying frenzy that is, why are we buying houses and bidding on houses? House near a, a, my son-in-law, I mean my son, uh, He they put that house on, on the market. They had 14 offers over the asking price in a matter of two days. Amazing. What's this buying frenzy about? What are we trying to do? Reward ourselves? We trying to outrun the Joneses? Hey, I told you years ago the Joneses tried to keep up with me. What good was that? Didn't prove nothing. You know, I, I drive whatever I can. It's got gas, whatever's comfortable. Driving a 04 Grand Marquis. Lava being a, hey, I'm going to move up to an SS Impala probably. I need something to drive. Hey, it beats walking, I guarantee you. God bless you. Hey, you got to take control of your emotions, your desires, your feelings when purchasing. Have you ever, we're going to talk a little bit later, you ever bought something you wish you hadn't? You ever said something you wished you hadn't? You ever done something you wished you hadn't? I'm going to tell you. I figured it out from my ex-wife. Uh, everything I say and everything I do is wrong. Well, that's just part of life. It's part of, I guess, the situation. Well, God bless you. If we're going to be gone for four minutes, we'll be back. Hey, tune back in. Call somebody. Text somebody. God bless you. Hello, I'm Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello again, listeners. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the opportunity to, to talk to you. And I hope I'm making a difference. Um, I tell you, a lot of listeners listen, but sometimes they listen too late. Sometimes they don't believe what I'm saying until they, just like that lady that went to the wrong place, she could have called me and said, Where do I buy this type of vehicle? What my car's worth? What should I pay difference? What should an interest rate be? If you go to learn to buy and sell cars.com, there's an easy process there that shows you that, number one, you should find out what your credit rating is. Go see what your score is. Go to ftc.gov. That's ftc.gov. Hello, Bubba. Uh, ftc.gov. Find out what your credit score is. Clean it up. See if there's any mistakes. See if there's anybody trying to steal your, your identity. Uh, check over it really, really hard. Understand exactly what's going on. Clean it up. Talk to some banks. Talk to some credit unions. If they match what your bank or credit union is doing, get you a new line of credit. Leave some stuff ready for emergency. Use somebody new. Prove, prove that you can pay. Get your credit rating even stronger. Then find out what your trade's worth. Give me a call, 830 708 Four seven eight nine. Thank you, listeners. I'm buying lots of cars off of listeners. But you know what? It's, the key to me is I'm really a one-man operation. I don't have to pay everybody in the world. I've got some employees, not many. They're all doing a good job. Uh, and my property's paid for, and my cars are paid for, 
and I've got the best connections all over the country. I sell stuff all over the world. I have sold to China. I have sold to Russia. I've had connections just everywhere. Just sent a car to Sweden. I've sent lots of cars to Australia. I just sent a car to Boston, Massachusetts, and about to send a truck there. I don't know what's so hot about Boston, Massachusetts, but, man, I've had a lot of calls from them. So, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff working and going and opportunities for you and everybody else. So think about that. You know, know what your trade's worth, and then find out and figure out what you're going to buy. But talk to everybody. Talk to everybody if they like the car, if they've had any problems. Get on the Internet. Research what you're thinking about buying. You know, a guy was telling me about a certain vehicle, and I said, you realize that they have transmission problems and electrical problems and air conditioning problems? He said, no. I said, you need to research that vehicle that you're trying to buy. Make sure you can handle that. <clears throat> Some of these transmissions are unrebuildable, I'm telling you. Really, really hard. Some of them have problems, you know, uh, just like Ford, Chevy, and Dodge diesels now, if you happen to get water in your fuel system, you can blow the fuel system, and it's 10, 12 grand to fix if they have the parts, some of the parts for Ford on back order. So, I mean, you got to do your homework. You got to understand. Foursquare is still alive and well in the car business. I had a guy tell me, he said he walked in there, and all the dealership wanted to do was talk about payments, 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 payments. He said, Man, I don't want to hear all this. Show me what you got, give me the price. Well, I got to get a price from the sales manager. Which car do you like? You know, he said, I, I spent an hour and a half, got to run around. I was out of there. Again, some lots of people, because we're short on on um, inventory at most dealers, they'll tell you they got it trying to get you in there to sell you what, what's left over. The leftovers right now, if a dealer has too many cars, that's because he went up too high on the price. Complacency. They, they feel like you've got to trade with them because you live in their town. You're close to convenient. You can bring it to service. You can do that. I had a lady call me and said, do I have to get it serviced where I bought it? No, you don't have to get it serviced. Well, I, oil changes sound like me. They're charging her too much on oil changes. I don't know. Uh, and she said, well, I just feel uncomfortable because my car's got 80,000 miles. It's 2016. And they're, wanting, they're telling me all kinds of things, trying to get me to buy a new one. I don't want a new one. I said, lady, your your vehicle's got over 100,000 miles life left to it. I wouldn't worry about it. You know, I mean, things do happen, but, you know, time you trade it in right now, it's at the top of its value. Once you hit 100,000 miles, it's going to slow down. I said, I would run it to at least 140. Then give me a call, and I'll tell you what the options are, what the market is, what she needs to be looking at. So, you know, 95% of my business right now is giving back to others. Hello, Charlotte. And so I want to give back. I want you to learn. I want you to grow. I want you to understand exactly. When you walked in that dealership, you ever made a decision you wished you hadn't? You ever said something you wish you ever sign up on something? You ever signed something you don't understand that you didn't read thoroughly? It's hard reading through those contracts. Hey, they make a lot of money. Good morning again, Nathan. They make a lot of money. Yes, we want dealers to make money. Yes, they need to make money. 
because they got to stay open. Hey, it costs $2 million a month on a lot of these dealerships to open the door, and I know everybody wants to argue with me, but when we sit down and put a pencil and paper to it, then you understand. But it takes a lot of money to open up the door. We want them to make money. We just don't want you to get ripped off. There's some dealerships out there that try to make 50% on you. I mean, they've tried to get way up there. But, you know, you know, give them a fair profit. We don't want them working for nothing because they can't stay in business. But we also want the fair amount on your trade-in. I mean, I've outrun some new car dealers three and 4000 on bids. I told you about last week about buying a 19 Chevrolet, outbidding the Ford dealer $8,000. They were worried I wasn't going to pay for it. They called me. They wasn't doing the deal until they heard me say that, yes, I'm buying the unit and I'll pay for it. They were scared. I outrun them $8,000 and made money, made good money, you know. So, I mean, nobody knows what the real end of this market is. Nobody knows what the, I've got wholesalers that live and breathe in this business. They don't have the Holy Spirit with them like I do, but they don't understand they're lost in the business. I'm not lost. I know exactly where I stand. I know exactly. I'm not insecure people chase after love. Secure people attract love. And I tell you, I'm a, the Holy Spirit, if you're in love with the Lord and the Holy Spirit, He'll give you wisdom. He'll give you, you know, the found foundation you need the sound foundation that you need and that's what i work for so hard in my life you know it says here in proverbs 16 14 16 that wise man or woman we're going to put the woman in there uh is cautious and turns away from evil but a fool a fool and that's the people that are in a hurry no patience throws off restraint, and is careless. Well, are you careless with your money? Are you careless with your budget? Is that is that what you're doing? Hey, give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Love to talk to you. Hey, there's no dumb questions. You know, but a, it says right after that, but a, the prudent man or woman, is discreet, astute, and considers well where he or she is going. But a fool is arrogant and careless. You know, too many times, and, and you know, if the bad part about it is that, yes, a new surgeon goes to school for eight years, car dealers go to school forever, changes forever. You know, when I got in the radio business seven years ago, I had the big guys at the big station tell me, said, you only got enough shows for about 90 days, so you don't sign a contract for 90 days? I said, oh, no, I'm on a contract for a year at least. They said, you sure? I said, yeah. You going to have enough information? Well, after about five years of it, I was walking through that station, and the general manager says, I owe you an apology. I said, what about? He said, I thought you'd run out of information, but, man, you come up with new stuff every week. we got a caller come in. And so, you know, what are you, are you prudent? Are you wise? Are you astute? Are you got patience? These people selling their vehicle now and got something to get around in, they're wise. They're picking up that extra three, four grand. Eloisa. Eloisa. Well, thank you for calling in. God bless you. Yes, Eloisa. Hi, 
Good morning. Good morning. Ah, yes. Uh, yes, I have a question um, about what do you do? I bought a Ford Focus 2019 and back in uh, 2018. Well, no, back in 2020. And uh, they had a recall on the uh, transmission. Some part of it, you know, was going out. But, but by the time I got the letter for the the recall, it, my car already had over 100,000 miles. I did have insurance for 150,000 miles, but at that point, I I went to the dealer and I told them about it, and they told me, well, it's not necessarily that there's anything wrong with your car. I'm like, well, why did I get this letter then? But uh, they, you know, kept insisting there was nothing wrong. Of course, you know, a year later, I put a lot of miles because I would drive too often from San Antonio quite often. So it was already past 150, and I went back, and I said, you know, again, check on this transmission. And they're like, well, there's nothing wrong with it. We can't do anything about it. So how do you win that? How do you get over that? Like, if they send you a recall letter, and now, of course, the car is at 240,000 miles, and... It's been past, what, three, four years, and I called again, and they're like, well, it's too late. I can't do nothing about it anymore. <laughs> well, what I would that? I would call the manufacturer on the recall, call Ford and say, I've been in several times trying to get the recall done, and they've never done anything about it. Uh, Ford has, they're going to quit building cars because they have so many problems with them. And evidently, you're a good driver, and you take care of your car, you're very concerned about well-being with it, and you're doing well. But most focuses transmissions go out before 150,000. Most of the time they go out before 100,000 miles. But any recall they've got to do, they get paid to do it. And so I would notify Ford that say, hey, you know, here's the deal. I've been in. They've never done the recall. They've never helped me. This is the dealership. You know, I've been in. They don't want to help me. You know, I'm a loyal customer. I bought your product, and now nobody's wanting to help me. And you right. got over 200,000 miles on it now? Yes, it's at about 240. So I, I'm like, is it worth it to fix it or not? Yes. You know, that recall's from the factory. And right. The, and that's a class action suit because they've had so many problems with the transmissions. I'm telling you, um, when you get, you look at the auctions, until recently, because ever de- desperate dealers do desperate things, before this this last uh, shot in the arm of, you know, shortage of cars, you couldn't hardly give Focuses and Fusions and Nissans away because of the CVT transmission. But that's a recall, and Ford is supposed to do it. I'd contact Ford and say, I've been in several times. They don't want to do nothing about it. You know, they keep giving me the runaround. I need some help of some kind. And you got okay. it coming. Yeah. You deserve it. And that's why they sent out the recalls. And that's a class right. auction suit. What happens is a lot of people are having a lot of problems with those cars, and they sue Ford over it to fix it. And, of course, Ford can't fix that transmission. I'm not sure... Only person who fix that transmission is God. I mean, it's it's that it's it's the worst transmission they ever built. And Ford's going to quit building cars over it, and the other problems they're having, and they're going to sport utilities and trucks, and they're going to keep the Mustang too. So, but I'd sure yeah, contact Ford, you know, and say, hey, I have tried my best. 
yet because I, their excuse was, well, your warranty is, uh, you know, over if you're over 100,000 miles. I'm like, it's not supposed to be my warranty. You're supposed to fix it. It's That's not right. the factory. That's <laughs> it. That's the recall comes from the factory. Sense. You're correct. Okay. Keep on them. Mm-hmm. I would. I'd sure let Ford know about it. I'd sure let them know about the poor service at this dealership. Have you been to the same dealership every time? Yeah, and I'd sure let Ford know, hey, I've been in there. They're not taking care of this recall. They're not taking care of me, and I, I want to know why, and I want to report it, and I want something done about it. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it uh, to, you know, to the factory now or you know, when I'm supposed to call. I would. I sure would. Thank you. Thank you for your yeah, call thank in. Thank you very much. Okay. Yep. God bless you. you. Good morning, Harry. How you doing? Uh, Yeah, recalls are are usually class action shoots are are problems that they have found or figured out. You know, they're making a problem. You know, these engineers build these cars, but they don't fix them. Engineers build them, and they don't drive them. Engineers build the stuff, and they're just doing their job, and they don't care. No. I mean, you'll find some stuff. There's another caller. Uh, you'll find some stuff that's that's crazy the way they've done them, the way they've engineered. But they they're getting a paycheck. They don't care. They don't have to fix them. And that's what the thing is. Why don't you make it? I mean, YouTube will show you so much. I had a station. I was on a station, and I had a great time. Everything was going good. But I would tell the the customers, the listeners. To go to YouTube, find out what's wrong, if you can fix it, what what the problem is, see if there's a class action suit, see if there's a recall, you know, find out what's wrong with your car and save a lot of problems. Because some of these mechanics, uh, hey, I'm going to tell you, they're bad as used car dealers. And let me tell you something, go to Amazon, check the parts, go to Rock Auto, get online. Hey, i tell you what, I bought a part off of, off of AutoZone the other day. That was $80 cheaper than the rate I got from my AutoZone. And I mean it, you know, and I don't buy much from AutoZone, but I do buy some things. But, you know, they had exactly what I was wanting, and so I checked on it. And so that's the way it goes. I mean, so be prepared. Do your homework. Good morning, Carlos. Uh, You 80 years old? You 80 yet? Well, really, it's the, I'm close to 15. Hopefully, I've gone Millie, Millie, you're 15. Hey, well, uh, you, coming to, you coming to Easy's at uh, 1015? Yes, you coming to Easy's? Yes, sir. I, I'll see you at Easy's at 281 and, uh, and uh, Bitters. Yes, sir. I'm going to be the there until 1130. Now, be before 1130. Don't be late, you know. What is that? Could you put the address again because I tell other persons? 1015 to 1130. Easy's at okay. 281 and bitters. Okay. What's your question yes, today? The question you were talking about right now that recalls, uh, I have a person, he's buying a, a Mustang for a private guy, but he never took it to for the recalls and recalls like you were talking about. Uh, he took it to the dealer to check it and, and they tell me, well, this car's supposed to be here long time above for a lot of recalls. If they still, that recalls out there, it's whoever owns the car at the time. They okay. need to take it in, take it in, and get it fixed. A lot of these are safety issues, and it's real important that you do that then. 
real important if it's a safety issue. Is there a reclose expire, sir, or is when you, you can buy it and take it? Sir, say that again. Did they reclose expire? You know, no, they don't expire. They don't okay. expire. You'll see some recalls. I've I've got recalls on vehicles that I'd sold two, three, four years in the past, and I'd get a recall on it because it showed somewhere somehow that I was the owner on it. And so okay. uh that's when you buy it, you can take it still. You can take it in. Yeah, you're the owner. Take it in. Get it fixed. They get paid to do that. I mean, I don't know why they're not taking care of that lady because they get paid to do that, you know. And they'll they'll drive it, and if something's not wrong with it, I guess the recall on those transmissions, they got to be blown up. And here she drives good. She's maintenance her cars, and she's getting penalized, you know. So maybe they need to go in and say, hey, let's change this deal. Let's, let's put her a new transmission. I don't know. And the new one may not. Hello, Ronnie. May not lend, uh, you know, last much longer. She might have the only good one ever built, so she might need to hang in there and keep in. I don't know. I know that sounds crazy, but uh, we, as you, you know, as you check around, you'll find out that Nissan and Ford have had a lot of problems with the CVT transmission. Why they still build them? Why they can't make the changes? Why they can't fix it? They got engineers. You know, I used to have a radio show in Austin, and I used to say, "Man, the engineers, University of Texas can fix anything, just anything." Well, not anything. They can't fix the traffic. Well, sometimes these engineers can't fix the things they created. So I don't know. Might be like one of them robot computers. You know, they're going to build that ends up taking over the world. I don't know. But these engineers are smart, but sometimes they're not common sense about how they fix something and how they design something. When the car have a recall and they cannot fix the problem after two, three times you take him back for the same reason, what's supposed to be there? So the well, they'll, they'll have to put new parts in to fix it. Whatever, they'll get it fixed. You know, and if, if they don't, you can sure turn them into the manufacturer. Ford, Dodge, G, GM, Chevrolet, any of them, you can turn them in, and you can you can email them, or you can. They used to be able to call. I don't know if you have to now email or or do that in order to to open up an arbitration on it. But uh, yeah, these dealers don't like that uh, bad bad survey. You know, not at all. So uh, that bad survey goes directly to the to the. Um, manufacturing and to the big big guys and uh they got to have a good rating with the manufacturers the ford dealers the chevrolet dealers all of them they've got to have a good rating with the factory and that's why lots of times when they fill out the questionnaire of how the service was how the car is and all this other stuff the dealerships will get you to sign a blank piece of paper and then they'll fill it out themselves bragging on themselves hello tim i haven't seen you in a long time uh and so They'll they'll work on on you know building themselves up and don't care about the customer, you know. Tell me if you worked on a CVT transmission lately. <laughs> you text me back on Facebook. Uh, they're fun trying to rebuild. Seems like they don't last very long after the rebuild, from what I've heard. Anyway, I, I stay away from them as much as I can. Question, sir. Uh, when, when this person went with the owner, you know, to a dealer, you say we can take a bag or make us some arrangement. 
the dealer, uh, they asked you, they, they asked you, why do you want to put your car like a down payment for a new one? And the car is paid off already. They go, no, no, I'm trying to sell it to a friend of mine. And he was insisting now to this person, give your car and we give you a brand new one. I tell you, the car you got to pay off for the car is paid. You don't have to go in finance or something like that. No, if, if they're going, if they're going. If they're going to swap you even up, they're going to swap you even up. shouldn't cost you no money if you got your car paid for. But the lemon law only lasts so so long. You've got, I think, a year and so many miles for the lemon law to get swapped out for a new car. I've, I've got a guy at Cornerstone that works the door with me, Larry. He's got a problem with his transmission. And it's been in two or three times, and they're trying to fix it, and they haven't fixed it. And it's under warranty. And he's about to take it back, tell them to put a brand new one in. Let's make sure that this one's right because they haven't got it right. And uh, he's he's unhappy, and I told him, I said, you know, if they don't do what needs to be done, I'd sure, you know, let the factory know that the vehicle's not being taken care of because he, he paid big money for the pickup, and it's it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. So you've got you've got rights and ways, and you can stir it up, and you can go to the manufacturer if you need to. Okay, Mister. Let me tell you, they can buy tickets to a dealer with no problem. They're supposed to charge you nothing at all. No, not on a recall, not on factory warranty. You know, now some dealers with this lifetime warranty will overcharge you on everything in the world, make you do things that you're not supposed to do. Hey, lifetime warranties cost you about four or five times more than a regular warranty with the service that you got to go through with them and doing things that you don't normally have to do. They make up that money. There ain't nothing free in the car business. The cookies, the sodas, the, the fruit, everything is a way of getting you on a sugar high to feel better and feel, make you feel like you owe the dealership something. Oh, they're my friend. Well, they just happen to take all the money and you don't have any money left at the end of the month. What kind of friend does that? You know, a real friend loves at all times. A real friend tells the truth all times. And in the car business, man, the truth has kind of got twisted up and lost, I guess. You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give me a call. I buy the good, the bad, the ugly. Cars, trucks, houses, it don't matter what it is. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey, and if you want a new car delivered to your door, Covert Auto Group, Ford, Chevrolet, Dodge, Cadillac, Lincoln. Hey, we can beat a lot of prices, lots of prices, and you're going to love the F&I of these people. I'm Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. To tell 20 people to go to LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Please tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Listen, learn, and subscribe. God bless you. Give me, give me a call anytime. I love talking to you. God bless you. I want the best for you. I want you to be the best person. I want you to know my system so well that you teach others. God bless you. I hope you have a blessed weekend. I'm heading for church Sunday, and I'll be there if you want to meet me there. Our easies today. God bless you.